Welcome to the Truth CSGO podcast, episode 118, the Paris Major Part 8, featuring Cypher from Into the Breach. Hey guys, this is Electro. Hey guys, I'm Guardian. This is Daps. This is Nico. This is Nifty. This is Chris J. This is Ferry. Code Zero. Flusher. Oh, this is Kerrigan. Are you listening to the Truth? The Truth. The Truth. The Truth. The Truth. The Truth CSGO podcast. The Truth CSGO podcast. The Truth CSGO podcast. And this is Raps, and you're listening to the Truth CSGO podcast. Once again, coming to you live from the Blast Paris Major 2023. And uh, we're talking here with Cypher from Into the Breach. Into the Breach have emerged from what I saw as the ever-churning soup of the Tier 2 UK scene in a ridiculously sudden fashion, as if the years of mediocrity of that scene were spent simply trying every combination of possible player until the magic formula was found and ITB shot from zero. Brings to mind Richard Corbin's classic cover for Meatloaf's Bat Out of Hell album. A nude bodybuilder bursts out of the underworld on the back of an undead Harley Davidson guitar's wail. Into the breach of beaten Faze, Entz and Virtus Pro on the way to the Major. And as we record this podcast, they're currently fighting for their tournament lives against Liquid. Kai Watson, or Cypher, has undoubtedly been an integral part of that rise to relevance. How you doing, bro? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> nice. Where are you from in the UK? London. Well, just right outside, basically. A little like a place called Harrow. Harrow? Yeah. Harrow! My girlfriend's from Spalding. Oh, I have no idea. But in my defense, I don't leave my room, so... Wait, you don't know where Spalding is? No. What about uh, Lincolnshire? Oh, I know Lincolnshire, I think. I'm, I know it's up north, I'm pretty sure. Okay, I think it's actually a pretty good defense. Like, your career is to stay in a room. Exactly. Looking at a computer screen. Exactly. I mean, when people say touch grass, overrated. <laughs> Touching grass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, apparently, it's good for your gut health, though, to is touch it? grass. Yes. Oh, um, I mean... Having a dog. Do you have a dog? Yeah, I do. I take it for walks, yeah. Oh, that's, that's the touch and grass I need. There you go. Like, 40 minutes a day, an hour a day. It's all weird. Yeah, apparently, um, kids who grew up with dogs or pets in yeah. the house pets that go outside have less chance of getting allergies really yeah because they're exposed to different types of bacteria yeah i did not know i thought like allergies were like a like a biological you know coming from the father like parents and stuff like that uh well genetic yes th- some of them are but you also get your gut um yeah. microbes from the parents uh, as well okay. and a lot of that is a lot of allergies we're discovering is due to a lack of yeah um certain flora and fauna in your gut yeah Damn, biology lesson. That's something new. There you go. That's, that's why I'm not interviewing you. I'm just here to give lessons. <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> um, to be honest, bro, I, you know, I'm going to be really honest. I don't know anything about UKCS. Yep. And I had to get the lads at UKCSGO yeah. to help me out here. <laughs> but you did really impress in the RMR. You put up a 2.24 rating against Sprout, which was insane. Uh, you put up a 1.5 rating against VP and then a 1.19 against Bait. Uh, you didn't manage to make it all the way on Brazy Party recently, but yeah. you're still on a freaking heater. Like, is this the usual cipher and we're just seeing it now? Or have um, you really been arcing I've, up? I think so. I think uh, I struggle with consistency. But when I hit it consistently, like consistently, I uh, like no, no like ego, but I am really good, like in terms of aim. And I think that's where my strong point is. Um, when I can do it consistently, then I can change the tide of the game. And I think that's my strongest point. And so the consistency thing, is that, is that a mystery to you right now? Are you still trying to work it out, what's yeah. causing it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have like 
I have, it's like, you, like you said, it's a mystery. I'm not too sure yet, but I mean, I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm trying to get in a routine, you know, like stuff to hit the consistency level where I want it to be. But uh, yeah, I, I, who knows right now. I think one of the most interesting things about following the scene for a long time is that we saw Astralis um, do everything they could in 2018, 2019 to lower the rate of inconsistency, right? Yeah. By yeah. trying to cover as many small percentages as possible. Yeah. We'll make sure our diet's good, so we'll rule that out of, yeah. of being a factor. We'll make sure our sleep's good, we'll rule it out of being a factor. Yeah. I see a lot of players who are not able to do that, especially because the schedules they have, like Astralis was really in control of their schedule yeah. back then. Are you, are you trying to do that as well? Like look at each different thing and like experiment with it or try and lock it off as a, as you know? I mean, I'm, the food, not so much, but I should really get on top of that. I think it does help having a good diet, like uh, kind of cleans your mind a little bit, I'd say. But I'm trying to just get on top of my uh, sleep and like when I wake up, cold, like cold showers and taking, taking my dog for walks daily, stuff like that, you know? I think those little things help a lot and it gets you in a routine of just exercising, clearing your head and like activating your brain in the morning, like before prac and stuff like that. Cold showers are good for your metabolism, is that right? Uh, I think I think I realized that, yeah. It's good, for, I'm pretty sure cold showers are just good for you no matter what, like it helps your mental state, it helps your body, like your physical aspects as well. It's, yeah. Aren't we weird creatures that like, Getting freezing for a bit yeah, is supposed to be good for us. Yeah, it's, I have no idea how it works, but who knows, man. It's just, Maybe it's it comes from a time when we evolved to not have dunas and like warm beds, you know? Yeah. It's like Maybe. freezing cold morning. Yeah. Like activate your like caveman instincts. Yeah. Or who knows? But it is random. Um, so the guys from UKCSGO were telling me, which was completely unknown to me, that you guys have like BYOC lands, yeah. which for the listener who doesn't know, it's bring your own computer. And that's like a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Still. Yeah. In the UK, it's like, uh, happens, I think, there's two tournament organizers that does it mostly. And I think it happens three times a year. I think it's the one everyone goes to called Epic Land. Yeah. And it's, uh, it happens three times a year. And you won that. Uh, I won it. You won 35. So I think, yeah, I think one thirty five and I won Insomnia as well. Yeah. Insomnia is another one. And so you literally pack your your monitor yeah, and you your just, tower. Yeah. You take everything with you. You pack it up. You, like, you set up when you uh, arrive. You normally arrive on the first thing. You set up and chill for the day. Mm-hmm. Most people just drink because it's, it's just like a casual event. Mm-hmm. Unless, like, uh, unless like you have competition with like, the UK teams go. Then, uh, but most of the time it's just a casual event, right? So. It sounds so like late nineties to me. It's it's, it's very endearing. It's really fun. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's like you and your like really close mates just all go. You play games. You just shout at other people. You know. Yeah. It's like it is the most like casual thing ever. All you, it's the most British thing ever. Like you play around and all you hear is like uh, people just screaming at each other from across the land. Like, oh shit! Yeah, right. Like all of this. And they're just fish and chips and like yeah. beer and. It's literally just beer. Yeah. Right. Like beer, McDonald's. Dominoes. But apparently this is very important for the scene. Like this is what you guys yeah. have. Like this is your grassroots, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like like uh, Epic Land, I think, in my opinion, it helps the scene a lot, right? It gets people out there. Like if you have good land performances, I, I know multiple people who've had good land performance and get picked up. Right. Like from a better team from it. Yeah. So it's like it uh, helps the younger players sort of thing get their name out there. And that was kind of your break, was it? Um, I think my break was that and like an online season in like an ACA, right? Uh-huh. And then I got picked up into like a, like by one of the UK's like best IGLs. 
and then that was my bro, no, uh, Adam. Adam. Yeah, Adam. Adam, who I, w- I was told uh, by a good authority was um, <laughs> his IGLing was very spawn-based. Is that correct? Uh, no, nah, not spawn-based. It was, I would say, it was like freestyle, right? You had your freedom. Uh-huh. But you had uh, protocols and reactions and stuff like that. But it was it was more to do with like uh, if someone's sealing it, they have space to do what they want. Yeah. But then he will used to have set rounds and strats and everything, right? But it's more to do with like you have freedom and it's how you control that freedom. Like you can abuse timings depending on what maps, right? Wow. You abuse timings, you take this control, you exec stuff like that. Right. But it's it was a lot of freedom, which I think is how you need to play Counter Strike. That sounds very on meta, especially yeah, since the ascendance exactly. of phase. Yeah we're not we're not all about structure anymore exactly. it's yeah. more about reading what the other team's doing and taking advantage of that yeah. taking advantage pressuring waiting for mistakes forcing mistakes Adam stayed with you for a while yeah uh, and then and then got the boot is that right uh, yeah I think the whole org, uh, like the whole team got the boot so like uh, we were on it was like me Adam Dobbo Rusty Draken and yeah. then we all got a boot yeah was just, I mean it was fair enough we weren't really hitting but uh, yeah, with the whole team with the boot, and then I got picked up again, and then here we are. Draken seems like an interesting cat. How, was he was he difficult to deal with? Um, I wouldn't say difficult. It was very like a you had to gain his respect, you know. Okay. I think that's it. Did you gain his respect? I'd like to say so. I think uh, me and him had the, like issues, right? Uh-huh. Because I'm a very like a aggressive player, and sometimes I do overcommit. And I like overpeak stuff like that. So I think other than that, yeah, I think uh, I gained his respect. Did he gain your respect? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have to stand to the left so that he could see you? Is that to the left? Because <laughs> of his window? Oh, there's no need for that. No need for that. <laughs> no That's need. rude. No That's rude. So when you got brought back in, you had Roland and Crucial. Those guys were star players when they started out too. Obviously, you, you're kind of in that role now. Yeah. Have they been helpful to integrate you in that sense? Yeah, I mean, like I said, with Adam's team, I was a kind of loose cannon, right? I had like, um, I, I overcommitted, like, like I said, I was a loose cannon. But uh, I think Rallon, who they, most of them kind of put me in a more, little bit more structured, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's helped. And I think with watching Rallon play, you can learn so many like micro things that it will just help your game, right? He's a very like intuitive player and he knows little things about the game. So watching him, you will always learn something. Like even in the clutch, how he plays it, it's really smart. Mm. Uh, there was a weird like phase and I, mem- I really remember seeing this and not really knowing much about CS, but thinking, oh, like what is going on with Into the Breach? Because like Thomas is standing back in again. Like it just seemed like a shit show. And I've heard that that, that little phase where he came back in as a stand-in, it wasn't good for the team. It was a bit toxic. What was going on? Oh, I just, we weren't pracking. There was arguments in the team, how we were playing, stuff like this. It was, it was a quite a toxic period, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know initially where it came from. I think just personalities clashed. And I think where, when we were not pracking, it was just like not good, right? Forever, because we were just losing games you just shouldn't lose against players we shouldn't lose against. Why weren't you pracking? Uh, some people didn't want to oh. at, at the time. Some people didn't want to. Uh, no, it was more. It was Thomas at the time. Oh, right. Yeah, Thomas at the time just didn't want to prac. I think it was like 
he was in his like period where he, he was just helping to me out of time with the team uh -huh. right he wasn't like joining it right. he was just helping him because he wasn't coming back full time he exactly like, he, was, he was just like standing for officials right so he didn't want to prac uh -huh. which is i mean fair enough but again like i think if we did prac then we would do damage you know well you guys are on a team together now like how is that it's fine you buried the beef yeah i mean i really i didn't really have any beef right at the time uh -huh. with him i it was just like it is what it is, you know? There's a, lo there's a lot of CSGO players saying it is what it is now. Yeah. I mean... It's a bit it's of a cop-out, isn't it? Yeah. Really? It's a bit, I think it's like the best way to go around and stuff. You can't really like dawn on stuff because I kind of understand where it came from. Like yeah. not wanting to crack it. He was on a break, you know? Like, sure. But yeah, that's, that's it. It is what it is. We should come up with a new version of that though. It is. A, it, Things are what they are. Thing. Or... The time is now. No, nice. I mean, um, oh. the time is now. Right? Yeah, it's not bad. It's what it time is. moves forward. Time moves forward. It's like I mean, it's, oh a, it's a truism. I, I, right? I like it. time stays. Yeah, time moves forward. The past is the past. Yeah. We only poetry. Have, we we're, only have two eyes. We're writing. We're writing poetry <laughs> right now. <laughs> we're writing inane things. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know what I want to ask. I wonder if the UK is a bit similar to Australia in this, in the sense that, like, when I say to people I'm going to a Counter Strike tournament, 99.9% .9 of people were like, "What? Yeah, wait, that game that like I used to play 20 years ago? What? Is the UK is the UK kind of like that? Yeah, I mean, the UK is so far behind in terms of the esports, right? Like, uh, I think the government doesn't even have like an esports union, uh -huh. so it's like we can't compete in IESF, IESF you know, the international like uh, CS:GO tournaments. Oh. For like like international teams, uh -huh. no national teams, should I say? You mean like WESG? Yeah, uh, they don't happen anymore though. Do no, they? it doesn't. But IES, IESF does it now. Really? It happened last year. Yeah. Oh. But uh, like I said, like uh, UK doesn't even have a union for that, right? And the government doesn't really care about it. Uh -huh. So it's like a lot of people just say like, ah, it's just video games, right. you know? Until they actually realize, like, that's where the money aspect comes in. Yeah. Until re people realize where you you can actually make money for it. Right? Yeah. Then people realize, wait. You know, like what's going on here? And is that is that what had to happen with like the lads from Harrow? They had to like realize that you yeah. were legit when they saw you with the drip. I think it's like a uh, my parents. You know, they were like ah, uh, uh, same video games. You know, like uh, I mean, we'll have to get a job soon. Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, you know, I'm making money now. This is a tale as old as time. What did they envisage for you, or what did you envisage beyond the game? Honestly, just like. Beyond the game, I didn't really have much. I was, I was like, not lost, but I was just in in the period of my life where I had no, like no idea what to do, right? Yeah. So it's just like then, and I was just like, no idea what to do. So I, I was decent at the game, so I might as well just grind it out, put everything I can into it, and then yeah. Um, I have a listener question actually from a guy called Rely, or it could be Rally, I'm not sure. Um, and he said, do you feel any pressure to perform seeing as you're one of the only UK core teams to ever make a major? I think you are the only, aren't you? Yeah, we are the only UK yeah, core team to make a major. I think you yeah, are the really, only. Yeah. Um, not so much. You're representing pressure. King Charles. Though. Yeah, God save the king. <laughs> but I wouldn't say to perform, there's not pressure, right? Because everyone is, like, hypothetically, hyper everyone's better than us. But, uh, so I wouldn't say as everyone... It's, there's pressure to perform because I think it's like bad armor, right? We went into it to just play our own game and to just swing people, and, and that's what we did. So I think now, 
we shouldn't have any pressure. We just play our game and we just continue headshotting. And mm. yeah. But up until this point, I mean, you've definitely like a lot of new teams which come into the scene. I think first of Furia, but there's plenty of them. Nine are having to do it as well. No one's been looking at you until now, right? People have now have games of yours that they're going to watch. Yeah. So, you know, what's the talk like? Are you going, shit, we need some new stuff for this next stage? I think uh, it's about adding new stuff and adding different variations of stuff. It's just like we were, we were a team that didn't rely on defaults that much, right? But now the bootcamp helped us a lot. Um, we know how we default, like what to def when to default. Like uh, we're on the same page, and I think that's helped us a lot and will help us a lot. I'm seeing a lot of people who are putting you a zero three in their pickems. What do you have to say to them? Honestly, this is why I bad the Greyhound boys. Fuck your pickems. Yeah. Uh, is this someone who you look at, like to to improve as a player, or who's inspired you? Um, I wouldn't say I don't really have like a, a person who inspired me. I have people who like helped me and motivated me, like uh, Ash from Game Legion, like Mezzi, stuff like them. You know, like they, 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 they helped me and they said like, you know what, you're you're good, but you just need to like Ash helped me with attitude, right? Because like uh, in the old ITB when I first started, I kind of had like attitude problems in terms of I had, like a really bad sleeping schedule and I wasn't eating good, stuff like that. You know, I would show up like ten minutes before a game. How old were you? Uh, 18, 19. So you were just a regular 18, 19 year old basically. Yeah, but like uh, he kind of kicked me, you know, like drum side and just said like you need to grow up. You're at a stage where you could actually do decent, you know, and like you're in a like you're in a position in a team where your team relies on you to do good. And when they do good, you do good. Or like when you do good, they do good, you know. So it's just like he was just like basically kicked my ass and just said like step up, grow up. Wow. Thanks, Ash. Yeah, yeah, well, thanks. I've also heard your girlfriend attends every single event. Yeah, she does, yeah. That's, she supports a lot. That's rad. Yeah, she supports me a lot. Like, when I have officials and everything like that, she would just help me out and support me. Like, yeah. She's there all she, the time. Does she play CSGO? Yeah, she tries to. She does play it. Yeah. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> I mean, she would say the same, I think. Oh, right, wow. <laughs> I mean, level, like, level, I think, eight faces where she, uh... That's pretty baller. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Not shabby. Uh, she is a talent with the org. I'll agree with that. She's what? Talent with the org. Oh, right. Yeah. The org. Yeah. She's, she's, century she's sticking beyond the meta. Exactly. She, she knows. Oh, she good knows. on her. Yeah, That's it's really great. nice to have her around. What time. about the parents? Her parents? Are your parents? Oh, my parents? Uh, nah, I think my, uh, they would call me for me the crowd. Right. Like the crowd part, right now, it's just like, not right now. Mm-hmm. Because they can't. Obviously, works and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think when they when we made the crowd part, then yeah, she'll come and they'll come. Right. So they like to go with the crowd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not real ones. <laughs> cool, man. It's been great to meet yeah, you. Nice uh, to meet I you really well. wish you uh, guys all the best. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's gonna be exciting to see our, our forefathers, yeah. our <laughs> convict fathers, do well in the tournament. Yeah, sh- exactly. you know, shy of Greyhound not being there. Yeah. Be cheering for you guys. Exactly. Thank Thanks, you very man. much.